cliffcentral.com This is cliffcentral.com This is cliffcentral.com to the Futurology Show, and it is the last time for 2016, and I'm very happy to say that we're going to end the year with an orgy, or a threesome, or a, I don't know, what are I'm we doing? I'm a bit concerned when he starts talking like this, B2. <laughs> <laughs> so to clarify, we have B2, as always. Hello, Brett. Hi, I'm back. Okay. Yeah, you went. he went uh, on a hiatus last week, um, but when he heard that we have B3 Bomber in the house, hello, Brett. Boom. <laughs> How's it? How's it, B2? <laughs> and it's going to go wrong in five, four, three. <laughs> um, yeah, look, it's it's been... A year. I'm not going to break traditions. I'm going to do the app of the week, and then we can talk about it being a year. So this app, and I thought it was very apt for this time of the year, is in the box. In okay? the box. In the box. Okay. Not so out the, the box. year of innovation being out of the box. No, no, no. Right. It's in the box. Sucker. So this is the time when we do home renovations and we pack stuff and we move stuff yes. and whatever. So this guy has built the coolest little app. The biggest problem when you Go and buy boxes and you have like 30 of these wonderful brown boxes and then you stack them wherever you're stacking them. You don't know what's in them. You can write bedroom one, but you still don't know what's in it. So this guy is awesome. He's created this app called In The Box and um, once you've downloaded it, step one, you generate QR codes. Mm-hmm. So it generates one to 40 with a number, okay, and you print them. Yep. Step two, 
you scan the QR code. So now it says box one, you confirm, and then you take pictures of every single thing that you put in the box, and you can name them if you want, if you're that diligent. So basically, if you're looking for anything, you can search, and it tell and it will tell you what box it is, or you can just scan the QR code on the box, and it will tell you it's what's like inside that box. It's like a virtual label maker. Yeah, that keeps track but, of everything. but it's. I just thought it was very pets. cool. I don't like children. Stuff. I want to put everything should just be digital anyway. So like, give it to me in the cloud and let me do it. Like, yeah. put a box. I've got box, dibs on your MacBook. Yeah, yeah, sure. Here and you your and your it. headset. <laughs> the anti-Christmas thought, though. Yes. I mean, everybody wants to go spend stuff, and everybody wants to go and buy the latest stuff, and we're all buying things, boxes to put the things that we buy in the box. To, to, in the box. Yes. But like, how much stuff is actually being bought that isn't stuff? How much of it is like an intangible iTunes voucher? How much of it is a is a Netflix subscription or something that is more experience based? And like I was talking uh, throughout the year, next year I'm sort of calling the, the, the age of experience linked to engagement, and it's going to be about things that isn't exactly tangible stuff. It's going to be things that give us experience. So the anti-Christmas idea of gifting could actually become something which is more virtual. So cool app, but I'm just uh, throwing the philosophy crazy thought in there. Sure. Sorry. Yeah, Early on in the show, so he started breaking it. So you've basically gone up. You've, <laughs> he's gone at the box straight away. F the box, bro. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. I get my QR scanner out and scan. I like the QR code scanner, and that was weird because it was we actually put that into a system for a warehouse management uh, client. Uh, that makes here. sense. And it was great. Like just have all these packs put into one big box, and then when they could track them, they just scan the outside of the box and everything inside. Yeah. But it's weird how like people are taking things that we just take for granted as sort of like platform developers or yeah. or sort of we're problem solvers. So like yes, we just need to get over that hoop to or through that hoop to solve a problem. And some guys are taking these problem solving things that we've taken for granted and saying, well, that's an actual great app. And that's what I love about innovation. That's what I love about the movement of it all. Okay, so, so you're not going in the, the the app? in the box. In the box. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm using it at the moment. I'm picking up some stuff and shit into boxes. And but it's, you do need it. That is great to use of it. Yeah. So I I use it on Christmas presents, surely, right? <laughs> so instead of your name, you just QR code, code everybody. <laughs> no, but you know, mine, Daddy. I I'm, don't know. QR I'm, code QR scan? Code. No, it isn't. It's Daddy's. <laughs> I'm thinking about it the other way. Your kid comes down and says, I'm not taking that shit," and you got no chance of getting breakfast in bed now, bitch." <laughs> but I used to do that as well with, with Christmas. Like shake, shake it, listen. It. No. That's mine. And I should make a pile of. Of Brett's <laughs> presence over there, and yeah. Okay, so I'm moving past the box QR now. Okay, so that was my app of the week. Nice. You don't have to use the it. Box. You don't have to like it. Sorry I just thought it was very nice. Uh, Facebook are back to their copycat ways as nice. uh, again. So Snapchat last week did group chat. Okay, yep. and yesterday Facebook Messenger now has group chat. You know, I mock them, but. They are the biggest. So it's a case of like, oh, well, someone else is doing this. Just include it. And they've actually learned. They're not buying it anymore. They're not just copying it. You know, I mean, they spend stupid money on stupid apps and things. Um, so now they have um, group chat as well. Do you use Messenger? I, I, I do. I do. do you? I use it to do my banking. <laughs> uh, Dum dum dum! You got the sound. I had to be prepared. Oh, and it always and it goes twice. twice. Well, it was so good you have to listen to it twice. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know B three bomber, his proper name is Brett Saint Clair, hence the B three because you're an honorary Brett. Well, We've actually got to get those T-shirts. It's a Brett thing, so. you know. It's a Brett thing. Um, have you seen those? No. It's have, the most stupidest Facebook marketing. They just follow your name and they yeah. just give you like this automated thing. Yes. It's a Brett thing. But have you seen how many they sell? It's like 18,000 gazillion million Jeez. have been sold. It's a Michelle thing. It's a whatever thing. Um, so, yeah, basically um, they've copied. Uh, but I was saying that Brett Sinclair is here, B3 Bomber, and you are the head of digital. Correct. Correct. At Barclays or EBSA or both? I don't know. I don't know either. Oh, okay. <laughs> where, where, where does Daddy work? I don't I know. Don't, he works. <laughs> it's not at Google anymore, and then they shut down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my dad was cool. Now he's a banker. <laughs> There's a T-shirt, a bumper sticker. Huh? Can you see Brent's wife pulling into the into school with his kids? My dad was cool. He was at Google. Now he's a banker. <laughs> Then some, you know someone's no, going to come someone. and cross it out. I'm just glad there's a desk between us all. <laughs> this is really fun. Hey, I said it was going to be a threesome. But the real okay. question is, how's the bot? 
The bot's doing well. It yeah. says hi. Does it say hi? It says hi. So you've gone the storybot route? Uh, we haven't gone the storybot route. We we're building out all our machine learning at the moment. Okay. So it's, it's pretty interesting. No neural nets yet. No, we try, we're testing uh, neural testing nets. Testing neural nets. It's very scary it's space, really guys. Cool. No, you it's, know, it's you suddenly nice. realize the real power. I don't know what we're allowed to ask you or not allowed to ask you, but just say no. Oh, I don't mind. You know, awesome I'll just say great. anything. That's great. No, How but it's, 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 it is really cool. I think having the bots and actually punting it the way you guys have done it makes it – Really understandable. Like we say on, on the Futurology show, we're trying to make it understandable to the layman. And not everybody understands. Like you say, bot. And Brett was talking about being fourth in the geek competition last, yeah. year, last week. You only made it to fourth. Hey, geek harder, that's bro. pretty good. I don't have zits and braces and, and funny, bad, really bad hair. Yeah. I got bad I did, hair, but I did I'm not really know Twazzy, but that's another story. But the thing is, like, you can say bot, and everybody's going to be like, a robot? A traffic light? What are we talking about? But the understanding of the marketing is second. so important. We have international listeners. Innovation. We have international listeners. Only South Africans Call would say robots yeah. for traffic lights. So there wouldn't be a confusion there. And they are the dumbest robots on the planet, right? <laughs> they spend most of their time not going, working. look, I'm flashing. Yeah. I have one color. <laughs> I always seem to catch them as they're going red, yes. <laughs> Especially in Cape Town. Cape Town hates me. There's traffic lights on there. Over there, they actually work. You actually have to stop. That's the problem. Imagine yes. if you did have a bot for a robot. So as you were coming out, you, you post it onto Messenger and say, I'm getting to the corner here. Please turn green. <laughs> so, and then it goes, yes, and it turns green. So I mean, we did a hypothetical POC around something like that, yeah. using something like Waze, this crowdsource thing. Yeah. So when traffic starts to build up, the, the robots are then informed. And robots start Love to say, it. well, there's a lot of traffic. Let's start to be a little bit more green in this direction. And that would be super useful if we could get the people that control the traffic lights. To understand what Waze is first and then what crowdsourced information is. And it's funny that you bring that up because uh, one, yeah. one of the topics that I had for today was um, now that we're in the festive period, the police have said, please don't warn people about roadblocks, tracks, <laughs> etc. on social. Yeah. <laughs> Hide better. So this is, no, no, this is Dinkum. <laughs> hey? This is a message from the police to say you're defeating the ends of justice. It actually is illegal, blah, blah, blah. Here's my message to the police. Stop being so fucking corrupt. And I won't warn people that there are corrupt people mm. waiting for you around the corner. It's just that simple. And please don't shut down on-ramps and off-ramps of highways. Yes. Mm. You Muppets. I mean, you know what actually happened the other day? We had that, remember that, that storm <laughs> we had? We had that massive storm. Where, I mean, it came down like a mofo. And all the robots on Main Road were out. So it took 40 minutes to get from the oh. one to the bottom. Just to get stopped and pulled over. For a license check. And I'm like, dude. It's like, have you seen the no, chaos? No, no, wait. You haven't heard the response to this. This is classic. I'm like, dude, why don't you? It's a, it's a metro cop, eh? by definition, traffic cop. Um, why don't you do your job and go and actually like move people through the traffic? He says, why don't you Twitter? Not tweet. Why don't you Twitter insurance? That's what he tunes me. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get arrested if I carry on Goodness talking. Goodness for big So corporate. I just drove. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, why don't you Twitter? So it's tweet, you twat. But why don't you Twitter? <laughs> why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was going to be my response. But uh, why don't you Twitter insurance to come solve the problem? I'm like, why don't you do your freaking job? But anyway, so please, people, the police have asked nicely that you don't warn about roadblocks or um, – Traffic lights or speed cameras. I'm, I'm, I'm sure the pig spotter said, sure, no problem, right? Yeah, yeah. It was oh, like he that. did. That, he's well, that's what they're shutting down for the holiday. It's great. I can take a holiday oh, today. And for all those people that don't want to listen to me, there's a great app out there called Waze. Hashtag just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I just pushed a button. Yeah. Oh. It's, uh, so. Um, but that was one of the things. Sorry, I'm just coming back. Now, yeah, you, yeah. you B3, you shared a really cool uh, thing on LinkedIn via Facebook and everywhere about mm. the 50 big ideas for 2017. Mm, how cool is that? Eh? One of them was social media getting more being held more accountable for things, which is very cool. So, I mean, there's all this controversy about freedom of speech, but yet you can't and you can't be a – what's her name? Somebody Sparrow? Uh, Swallow, Penny Sparrow. Penny Sparrow. Penny Sparrow, Penny Sparrow. And, uh, or Someone's a Gareth Clef or anybody that now. actually says anything on social media. Heaven forbid you should say something that's a little bit inflammatory. But this idea of how safe it really is and where it's regulated uh, – what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I don't, the scale of this is the problem. <laughs> that's it's, the thing. How do you regulate something that's so big? I remember this is about three, four years ago uh, at YouTube, and the film board came to YouTube, local film board, and yeah. said, "Okay, we'd like to put age restrictions on each <laughs> of YouTube's videos." And you All said, of "Yes, of course, uh, for sure." Done. <laughs> uh, take this uh, Excel spreadsheet. Yes. Well, here's an infographic, <laughs> and start working through it. And 
it, it literally is the scale of it. So like, yeah. you'll see a common theme coming through, which yeah. is all around the artificial intelligence, getting machines to work through and understand what the content's telling us yeah. and being able to form an opinion. Mm. Um, and I think that's really exciting. I mean, imagine something listening to us now. wrong. Because there's been a few of those now where the AIs have got it very wrong. And I don't think it's until I think they're going to get it wrong and wrong and it's going to be an hilarious 2017. (laughs) (laughs) My bot was bad, bad bot. But then enter blockchain on a a high level. So blockchain is going to get more involved in a social level rather than an institutional level. I 100% agree with you because I think the blockchain in the banking, we all thought banking, blockchain, that's where it is. And it feels right. But there's so many compliance regulatory hurdles that need to be climbed and you've got to change all these policies. Whereas let's apply it in the, in the, in the social mechanisms. Let's, let's apply it in uh, so many other applications across life that we've never really thought about where we could use blockchain. And blockchain's meant to be the next big thing to internet. I mean, mm. everything's going to run on the blockchain. Um, I don't know. Have you guys played around with Bitcoin? Yeah. I actually bought some Bitcoin last year. Because you must have made some money then. I did. Yeah. I did. Because it was five thousand to one at, in April last well, this year, and well, now it's eleven thousand. I bought it about five, yeah. five thousand in April because Wait, I thought Nene Gate's going to happen again. <laughs> I'm going to use this to leverage the rand. At the bank, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and literally, out of forty grand, I made sixteen thousand rand. Have you just used it that. though? Have you transacted? Have you gone and bought a beer with it, or paid someone who made a donation, a or you just holding it as an asset? No, no, I, I just held it as an asset um, but I do have friends who've been trying out those trading platforms as high risk trading yeah. platforms in Russia yeah. oh, um, yes, yes. And, you know, high yield I think they're called mm-hmm. um, you know you've got to game the system on that side but it was just amazing the simplicity of the transaction because there's no complex systems trying to facilitate like, the payment there it is it just happens because traditional Seamless. payment is four different parties all double checking each other, so, which is a nightmare. Yeah. Um, and that's why banks, you know, are SMS, email, yeah. authorized double time. Oh, for <laughs> I must sake. tell you. This is so annoying. There are some of those, yeah. I, I don't have my phone with me. I'm on a computer mm. and I want to transact. And now it tells me to pick up my phone and I got 59 seconds to do it. You know, and I'm like, Terrible. Isn't that one of the worst experiences? I was, I was sure having a great holiday until I had 59 seconds to do something. Can't Damn count. it. It's, like, it's madness. Isn't it crazy? But, but now the, you're talking about AI and bots. Yeah. Do you remember Amy? I don't know if you ever listened to the show, but do you remember it's, Amy? So yeah. I have a virtual Amy assistant, Amy yeah. Ingram. <laughs> yeah. And she schedules my diary and my appointments and AI. all that for me. Yeah. I got an email from Amy reminding me that the world's going into the festive season and how should she handle my emails and my appointments? Sober. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm going to yes. reply like that. I haven't replied yet. There we go. Sober, guys. See, I've been playing around with. You know, I'm a big Google fan. I've been playing around with Hello. Yeah, and it is it worth it? It's unbelievable. Really? Oh, it's no, you're not saying that now as an ex Googler. I know, I know, I know. I should be drinking. I've I've stopped drinking the Kool Aid. Okay, and, so and, and it is good. Uh, I've become because you quite liked big, it. Yeah, Allo is the one where you can see the person sort of phoning you. Oh, is no, that Duo? no, that's Duo. That's Duo. Duo. Okay. So Allo is where you've got the Google Assistant. Yes, so, yes, yes. Um, oh, contextual aware stuff. And it starts learning how you speak. Mm-hmm. So it starts prompting you with these buttons. So after a while, a lot of my responses are sweet with lots of E's. X-E's. <laughs> <laughs> and it started working out how many E's <laughs> I need to be putting in my sweet based on the response. Do you have three options. Is it sweet, sweet, or sweet? Or sweet. <laughs> It depends if you're at the rave or not and how many E's you're putting <laughs> in your how, system. Or how hard you really push your, your screen, your force touch screen. <laughs> Sweet. So, you, you know, my only problem with Allo and everything else is it's another app that I have it's to get. Item, yeah. And like, if you're on it, you can't speak to me. So I'm not getting to see how sweet Allo is. Yeah. Then you send me a prompt to download. Then I, I mean, I have a folder on my phone called social because I have WhatsApp, WeChat, PGM, Messenger, yeah. Facebook. It's, it's try, too much. Try build bots for that, right? Yeah, well, so that's I think the thing. That's the new application developer. You didn't go into BlackBerry, did you? <laughs> you didn't really. No, no. no there's no they, bot for BlackBerry. They, they are cool. There's three users. They're very there, excited. So. They're very excited. Are they? Because you know BlackBerry is now just chat, right? Uh, uh, yes. No. So they've done a deal with China to make hardware again. <gasps> oh, I saw that. They've made a deal. Yes. Because you know I love my yeah, BlackBerry. They've made a deal. They are going to be doing hardware again in China still. So it will obviously be some form of chat device. Yeah. And they've also done the deal with Samsung with Knox. Yeah. They run the back end on Knox. And they've done a deal with 
Ford, I think it is, oh. for their um, QT, the stuff that goes on the cars. But they've so, never lo- they've never lost their change. The operating system, yeah. Yeah. So their OS is still very mm. strong, but they have they have just done a license deal on hardware. Talking and about, Nokia has also done the license deal. I was deal. about to say, Ooh. talking about classic Nokia, I have on to admit, Android. when Nokia comes and relaunches on Android, Hello. I think that's quite hip and trendy, oh, right? Yeah. But it's but if they, it's going to be the they, phone to have, right? If they build <laughs> the Nokia thirty, Snakes is going to be amazing. Oh, Snakes Come on steroids, man! But they have to build the way they used to build. It can't just be the Nokia brand. It Nokia was always well built. The phone was well-built. It was everything resistant. I used to good. bowl mine down the tube in London, <laughs> the old 2110. Oh, that is that why so you say mind the gap? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he thought he's going to clug the train up. <laughs> it probably could. It probably could. <laughs> so they come out Q1, huh? Yeah. That's we see the Nokia and we're going to see a, a, another BlackBerry, obviously Android, but yeah. it's uh, – yeah, it's, no, it's I'm definitely, quite excited. I think that's very retro. But, I mean, very that cool. takes me to CES. Okay. Mm. So CES is coming up in two Where weeks' time. Going? Uh, no, but I believe Arthur Goldstock is. Okay, at least it's He's someone. actually going to present. Can you believe it? Wow. Yeah, that's quite impressive. Go dare, South Africa. Dare we ask him to come join us? And give I've us tried a, a couple of times and he's like always busy. So, yeah, you know, well, let's all three of us mm, ask at the yeah, same time. Okay. Okay. Why Arthur, come, come to. Come join. Maybe we should. What? I'll mention it actually on Twitter. Let's just all do okay, it on Twitter. Okay, Twitter. Okay. Okay, you tweet, I'll retweet. We tweet. Arthur, if you're listening, if you happen to be listening, thank you, first of all. And then <laughs> when you go to CES, please make notes, which you will do. And then uh, come back and tell us what it was about. I'm Fantastic. I, there we go. I'm going to take a call and see Nothing good's going to come out there except for more VR and sex toys. It's, it's another screen, pr- another phone. I reckon the another... E-Hang 187 is going to be there again. <laughs> well, I'm pretty Still sure that there. B1 and B2 are definitely going to be there if it's no. all sex toys, right? Yeah, no, no. no, we, no we, uh, we're having our threesome today. We're getting out of our system now. <laughs> no, there, was a, there was a conflict of fetish requirements between the two of us. I don't think it was going to work. I can't see sex toys and AI working together because after a while, the AI oh, will AI. learn what the guys like and you'll be back into the position. AI is going to realize that we're slaves. Actually, this thing could sex actually, and it doesn't actually need it and then we're just going to be blockchained out of sex as well no we've got <laughs> our wives are going to realize what blockchain is really useful for we've got a business opportunity here oh. we start revenge ai bots while your husband's boning his secretary your phone tells your wife hey just letting you know Little he's hitting her harder than he hits you hashtag just saying who's screwed now <laughs> So, guys, next year, definitely, agencies are all going to build bots. It's going to be the thing. It's no longer apps. Yeah. It's bots, bots, bots. I'm battling with the bots. Is it just that it's it's still so infantile? I mean, I, there's a there's an app that I use that uses a bot every day to make a recommendation. And the recommendation's cuck. So it's just I'm not enjoying it. I just want to explain to the audiences what's just happened in the studio. It's gone yeah. black and white. It's got that same old film ticker, 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 ticker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Brett's behaving like someone who was trying to understand what apps were about oh gosh <laughs> what i just want to explain to the listeners that brett sits b1 sits behind the desk and can turn off mics just like that oh no. cool so you're like our president <laughs> awesome okay we'll go blockchain somewhere else i know i can't be i can count so blockchain um radio. it's just early days right it, no it is early days but the guy should maybe not be releasing at the rate that they are they should rather be like almost have a like, but school, you know, and like okay, figure dad. it out. But, but it's sure, like, dad. It's like, but it's open source, bro. It's it's that's the cool thing about open source is yeah. that it, it, if it's not there for everybody to play with, it doesn't develop as fast as it does. And if we don't play with it, we don't learn from it. Now, so I, like I think it. it should be so seamless yes. to the experience in chat that when you say, "Hey guys, when are we going to go get a beer?" It suggests a whole lot of beer locations yes. and yeah. gives you a discount. Yes. And but now doesn't Allo do that? Isn't well, that's, that's what Allo is all about? Yeah, yeah. Well, contextual yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. See, now yeah. that would be worthwhile for me to download that as an if app. there was an audience, right? Yeah. 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 But it goes back to the sorry, break. Goes no, back cool. to the G Plus days. Mm. It was fantastic, but and no one, no used, one it. used it. You know, it's got to be relevant. Mark Zuckerberg did. <laughs> he was just Pretty trying to. He was just trying to play nice with him. He, you know, Zuckerberg had a choice between Google and Apple. You went Google, so uh, no. But uh, like I was saying, the year of innovation has led us to a point where we've had a lot of digital devices and and tech dropped onto us this year. And so my forecast for for next year is going to be this year of experience via engagement. But I'm, I'm with you. It has to be seamless. Yeah. We want experience. We've kind of got to the got to the idea that we've got digital things in our lives. Our minute to minute day is governed by what we can do on our devices and if it starts to feel like we have to do more than we 
think we have to. If it becomes less frictionless than we were expecting, the experience is broken. And bots are starting to help with that idea where it's saying, listen, I've figured you might like something like this. So let me present it to you in a way that you, perhaps you will find appealing. I'm always going to ask the question as well is where do marketers find their place with bots without framing the – it's not contextual anymore. It's very – Yeah, I agree with you. I think marketing is in for a big challenge next year. I think we're still going to have the traditional mm, media I type agree. positioning, but I think – Marketing becomes a product development engagement kind of platform. Yeah. How do we attract customers through those fantastic experiences? Yes. Um, and I think that's where marketing's role is going to play a, a kind of big. I'm just big smiling because I think you, I think you shared the clip B2, um, with Allo, uh, not Allo, Google Home and Alexa and <laughs> talking you to push the button and say, what time is my appointment tomorrow? And the, it had been pre-programmed. It says, your appointment tomorrow, okay, Google, is 6 o'clock. So Google turns on and goes, what time is my appointment tomorrow? Okay, Alexa, it's 6 o'clock. And he says, but this is what's going to happen. Like is that really the bots, expensive Kirby's. The bots, you've got, no, but think about it. You've got every single company, right? So your bank's got a bot. Marketing guy's got a bot. Everyone's got a bot. But something glitches in the system, and they use the key word that generates these bots are going to just be – it's not like when you see those things that are hidden to the walls. But um, but you got a good point there. Yeah, I think the next platform is voice. It so has to be voice. We're going to go back to voice. You've got to be able to understand the user. You've got to be able to understand the text that you're going to feed back to the user. Personality. I mean, Christ, how do you design a personality? Just to throw a spanner in the works on that one, did you mm. see what Adobe launched at their Adobe Max uh, uh, event? So yeah. Adobe, the Apart? content creation wizards of the world uh, for the most part. Every indie producer has got Adobe. But they released this thing that comes with Premiere and Audition, I think even in After Effects now. It's this bot, if you will, but it's a plugin that actually analyzes your speech patterns, put transcribes into text, but then you can take the text and you can type your own new paragraph and it'll make you say what I typed. Boom. Wow. So conversational. Very cool. So biometrics, kind of scary. Voice, voice activated, cool. But I could crib you now with that. So like, it's wow. nice that we've, you've got all That's these multi-layered biometrics in this. Brett's going to be sending, guys. Brett's going to be sending a message to the guys. Guys, can the voice pro- <laughs> program for first quarter next year? We need to wrap it with uh, voice, uh, finger biometrics, a rectal, a, a rectal scan. scan. <laughs> a, a did ret- you say, did you say and, and, retinal or rectal? <laughs> Sorry, I'll just. What color jocks are you into? Yeah. Oh. Are you sitting on the phone or is it in your front pocket? <laughs> Quite a useful thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> we're going back to sex. No, we've got to stop. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, so, so I can talk about head. No. Um, so first, <laughs> I had to say that. The first head, head transplant is being looked at for 2018. Okay, so not next year, the year after. This guy is Good going to ahead. have his head cut off and put onto a body. He's in a wheelchair. He's got no use of his body. Um, and this Italian doctor reckons that he can do this procedure and he's earmarking it for 2018. He's going to do a head transplant. That's pretty freaking freaky. So the Simpsons are able to foresee what American politics will be like. Yes. And Futurama has done the same thing. Has <laughs> done the same with, with tech. And it's the same uh, producers. Matt as the, oh, oh, yeah, of course it, it is. is. We should get you him should. on the show. We should. He's eh? the true futurist. But can you, yeah. So I, I actually watched the video on this. It was up on Facebook, I think. Um, they cut the head off. So like you get your fresh body. So the body is from a car crash or whatever. They cut the head off. They stitch it on. Then they have to put you in a coma for 28 days. So all everything can like seal and you don't move and burst a vessel. And he reckons within two years you'll be walking. Everything will move and the nerves will have knitted and all this wonderful thing. But I mean, it's that's pretty freaky, yeah? You, I mean, B2, you could finally be hung like a Roman god. You just gotta find that body. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> Moving swiftly along. <laughs> That's Westworld to its next oh, level. Huh? I enjoyed Westworld. I enjoyed wow. Westworld. Loved it. Loved it. I cannot wait for season two. Is, is that where bots, is, bots are going? Bots and AI. That's where they're okay. going. Bots, AI, and experience. So yes. people haven't watched so Westworld. Westworld. You know, that's a 1973, it's, it's a 1973 movie that, yeah. that it's based on. Amazing. Yes. And it's Crichton, isn't it? It's Michael Crichton that did I the book. I think so, yes. The guy that did Jurassic Park, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. he, likes he wrote that, that back then. Day. We're not that far off, huh? I mean, it, it, it's pretty freaky, but I, I really enjoyed that series. I it goes, it goes back to Moore's Law. 
and yeah. how we all understand it, but we're not really planning against it. Yeah. And look how it's just caught up on us. Yeah. No, that was, uh, we won't talk like about it the scale of spoiler. It. How do you plan for something that is so huge? Like, I think, I think Elon's got the right idea. Like Elon Musk, like, let's jump on a, on a ship and go to Mars. <laughs> let's, let's, Why not? Let's well, he's, get the put hell it, out of Dodge. he's put the counter, huh? Yeah. It's 400 the something weeks, yeah, yeah. 400 weeks yeah. or something. So yeah. it's what, four years? No, yeah. eight years. Four, yeah. 52, eight years. He reckons eight years. So what are we talking about? 2022? No. 20 something, yeah. So we do the same thing when we launch a minimal viable product in the bank. We switch a timer on on eight weeks. Um, That's quite a hectic timer. Yeah. And you sit there watching it. (laughs) Every second. Oh, better hurry up, better hurry up. Oh, we don't have enough time. (laughs) We were just saying you don't really know how much stress you're under until you start seeing 59 seconds start ticking under. That one minute mark is kind of like still a little bit relaxing. 59 seconds. Oh, wow. Okay. Should have done something 100 weeks ago. Shouldn't have procrastinated. I made a list of some of the losses that we had this year. And I mean, I, like people and yeah. apps and all that. So Arnold Palmer, mm. I mean, yeah. that was quite yeah, a few. Some great people there. Prince, yeah. Dave Bowie, Muhammad Ali. I see Rickman went the other day, a couple yeah. of days ago. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name, but old Manuel from Faulty Towers. Mm, you know, I don't yes. speak English. Yeah. He went. Siphon dude, eh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's been a, it's been a hell of a year. Mm. Brexit. Yeah. Trump. Trump. I mean, those are losses. We lost the Guptas. I mean, they left the country, you know, we don't know what to do with ourselves. But then what was interesting on apps, do you remember Meerkat? We were talking about like, like another app. And uh, Vine, Twitter canned oh, Vine yeah. a couple of weeks ago. So it's been a, it's been a weird year. It's, I don't know, if I left, I know I've let things out. Oh, yeah. But um, it's just been a very, very weird year. Economies have been taking strain. Um, commodities under pressure. But that's, uh, the world's going crazy. That's it that sort of perfect crazy. storm though as well. I mean, you, yeah. you can't have all the innovation we've had if you didn't have all the chaos. Correct. I think if there's a Somebody's lot of, got to drive innovation. There's right? a lot yeah. of necessity under it. I mean, wars yeah. drive, uh, new research and new information development and all that kind of stuff. But chaos, financial chaos make people start to think different ways. So the question is, what's going to drive a new form factor on mobile devices? We're all pretty bored of just, Slowly iterating the same form factor. LG's made a move there, huh? Yeah. Have you seen their new, I don't know the model number, I know Greg's got it. Um, along the top of the phone is almost like what Mac's done on the touchpad. Yeah, the touch. oh, yeah. There's a permanent bar, yeah. bar that sits along the top of the phone. So even when your screen's off, if a message comes on, the, it, it's there. You tap it there. Your time is there. Everything stays. It's almost like a secondary screen within the phone. Um, I saw two years ago at uh, Mobile World Congress the double-screened phone. One was e-ink mm, and one's color. Right, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why that didn't take off because that also makes sense. You know, that's another factor. You can read on the back of your phone, leave your messages on the back of the phone, or things that you need without actually having to pick up your phone. But it might be exactly the same problem as when Nokia launched the first camera phone. And they put the camera on the front of the phone and mm. everyone laughed and said, you fools. Yeah. Who would want a camera on the front of the phone? It's meant True. to be on the back of the phone. You're meant to take photos of things. Yeah. Yeah. How right did they call our society? Yeah, that's right. Though. <laughs> and then ironically, Sorry, when they launched that, their the joke with it. You know why they call it a selfie? Because narcissicity is too difficult to spell. <laughs> <laughs> and a hashtag. Um, the Amigo, which was their version of Tizen, launched without a camera on the front. Mm. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. it's, I don't know, weird. Okay, here's the fun one. I put, I think I shared this up on Facebook. Intel's Guinness World Record of 500 drones. Did you see that? Oh, in those synchronized drones? Yeah, one pilot, 500 wow. drones, and they make, and that, but it made the Intel logo, and it, uh, they made, it did something else. Oh, it made the 500, the number 500, and then the Intel logo with the loop around it, all controlled off the drones. So, you know what? Why don't we do this? Okay. Let's get we some are. sponsors together. We still wait for you to sponsor the show. That's why you're here today. Yeah, you thought I'll this was free. I'm working. I'm working it. Sorry, I'll just leave my corp card here. <laughs> <laughs> but why don't we get a whole lot of guys together and let's redefine Guy Fawkes yes. and Diwali. That don't terrorize drones. dogs. Hey? Yeah. That would be very No longer. Cool, we're just droning it. Now we terrorize children. But I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we're going to drone on for a while. That would be oh, cool, though. No. That would be pretty cool. I think Go so. to Zoo Lake and fire up a 500 drones and, and do... But there's still nothing better than setting someone on fire when the, when the cracker goes wrong. I, mean, I don't know. Just, Have you ever I'm, seen a drone hit somebody at high velocity? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen drones hit walls every time I've tried to fly one of the damn things. But uh, Or 
why don't we start a drone racing league? I don't so, know. Have you seen some of those videos? I'm yeah, very keen for mad, that. We, eh? We've reached out to the drone racing league themselves, yeah. and we're very, very keen. So if you guys are keen, you were supposed to get them on the show. Well, we've got yeah, yeah we've had them on the show. The drone racing league. Yeah, they chatted. I can get them on the show again. So we're chat- we're chatting to them already. Oh, we did. We are chatting to them, and um, we've got the broadcast mechanics of it oh, all, cool. all worked out. Oh, um, cool. But yeah, sponsors. The thing that'll get these guys Ooh. to come through is big prize money. Yeah. And VR. Don't we given, yeah, let's think do it. about the VR integration. Yes, yeah, so it's 2017. You can actually watch it from home in Ramp VR. In and in VR. Yeah, not watching just like <clears throat> eSport. Boom. Next level. Well, VR would be tricky, but POV at least. Yeah. I watched uh, not Strata. Horrid Henry. What's it called? Hardcore Henry the other that day. That's amazing. That POV movie. Have you seen it? <laughs> just like a seasick. It's the entire what? movie. It's a feature film length movie of all POV. So yeah. you are literally I in got the sky. Are we still talking about porn here? No, no, no. No, oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. Oh, yeah, hardcore. No, no, it's fighting. This oak just oh. beats the shit out of everything it's and amazing. everyone and gets the shit beaten out of him. But it's from a game. I actually, I actually got seasick watching this movie Jeez. because it's shot POV and it's just skit and donda. I mean, it's just oh, I have seen oaks it. clapping everyone I, I up. I watched about 20 minutes yeah. of it. Yeah, he, and then it I, starts I, off with his arms being added, like a fake arm Correct. and a fake leg. And that was hectic. Um, but, but it was... What I liked about it is that it's the first stab at it. Yeah. Give it a year or two. Let them refine the technology. Maybe remove some of that motionless stuff out. Um, and it would be quite cool. But I, I watched it. I persevered through it. But as I said, I felt a little bit green. Can we push your, your, your list of things that died in 2016 to what we want to die oh, in yes. 2017? Yeah, okay. I like the future looking. So the selfie stick? Yeah. Oh, yeah cool. Okay. If not the selfie stick, it's going to wipe out every single glass and every single nice table ever. But the selfie stick's been banned in like Disney World and all that. Because Oak's like busy walking around and smacking people with it. And okay. all, you, all you do, if you go to the Colosseum in Rome and you have bought one of those five euro selfie sticks, all you're going to do is take a photo of yourself with a bunch of people in the background with selfie sticks taking pictures of, of themselves, themselves. taking <laughs> pictures of you while you all take a photo of So we agreed. We're banning that. Right. Selfie sticks. That's good. What else? 3D movies in theater. Yes. Why? Why? I've got kids, so every bloody movie has Not to be every a, theater. A 3D. The IMAX theater is lovely. Like the IMAX put theater, it in, fine. Put it into IMAX. Experience. So it's it's yes. focused experience. Because it's not and 3D. Get proper glasses. You're right. Yes, They're doing it just to bring the kids with the sensory yeah. deprivation thing on the side. Oh. I don't. Want, I don't want to know what the oak's doing next to me. I tell you what, though, I watched an IMAX movie the other day that wasn't in 3D, and it was still damn impressive. Yeah. The mm. sound that inside there, the balls. screen. We were, it was the Magnificent Seven. I was there with you. Yes, that yeah. was good. It wasn't And that 3D. love chair was amazing. <laughs> that love nest. Okay. Brett was there with his wife in the love chair. Yes. Okay. Just to clarify. Have you done that yet? No. Talk about experience. Oh, like, yes, I have. Now you get to have like this couch. Are we talking about the couch now? What are you talking about doing? Love nest. Have, okay. Love cool. nesting. In the Insta Kinnacles and the New Metros. love stuff. nesting. Yeah. When you nesting. bring a blanket no, to a movie. Let's move this sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're supposed to do. I'm so glad there's Mine no visual on Mine always leans backwards to the right. I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so cool. I agree. <laughs> 3D movies because they are yes. there literally just to con parents yes. for an extra twenty bucks or whatever it is. Spam SMS. Oh, it's never going anywhere. I, 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 I'm it's getting just, more spam than ever. Yes. I don't know what's happening. Like yeah. I make sure I'm off every single list. There must it's be one never, person I've skipped, and they've just sold it left, right, Rico. Yeah. It's because of Rico. But you know, I must Bastards. actually tell you, I had a, I had a funny one the other day. Yeah. So they phoned me to say, you've been pre-approved for a cell phone contract. I was like, awesome. No, I said, awesome. And they weren't expecting that. I said, it's fantastic. <laughs> what do I get? You know, like, I don't know. Whatever they rattled off. Oh, fantastic. I said, you know, I've been unemployed for two months. And I mean, two years, and um, I got terrible credit rating. But <laughs> this is exactly what I needed to turn my life around. Yeah. So, so there's the silence. Afterwards. There's like silence. And she's like, Oops. Um, "No, you can't." I said, "No, hold on a second. You said I'm pre-approved. Is this call recorded? Because I want to speak to your manager. You know, <laughs> I promise beautiful. you now, I haven't been phoned for a cell phone contract. So obviously, <laughs> they shared it. This was about three, four months ago. You got into a list. Phoned. Yeah, but even if you say no, you stay on the list. When you tell them you blacklisted. And unemployed, so you can't give them three months' pay slip or whatever. Thank you. I haven't had a call. Have you tried to apply for credit since then? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, who are they sharing this with exactly? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Maybe I'm not so clever. Well, at least I haven't been offered a, a phone, so it's fine. I just make a future rich problem. <laughs> phone me in February. FB, okay. FB, before. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So if before, you're talking yeah. about 3D… And it going. Yep. What else are we taking off that list? 
It's a tough one. Um, I can replace 3D. I want to see VR ramp big time next uh, year. It's we. It's not. It's not a fad. We know that. I would but really I like to see, see data ramp. prices falling, like on mobile data. I'd love to see that happening. Well, so Tebow like, and Gareth are trying to. I know they're doing well, but like, I think it's a very admirable thing mm. to to go to go for. I think we've gotten to this point where connectivity to life is more of a necessity than a luxury. Yeah, and I think so we need to start providing that yeah, to Maslow's people. hierarchy, the new tech Maslow's yeah. hierarchy yeah. sits at the base of it. Correct. Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm going to substantiate why I'm going to call VR for next year. VR was big for us this year, but I'm going to see where it's going to ramp up. And there's a few things that I came across now that have just been like teased. First of all, Nintendo filed a patent on VR. Now, they've just launched the Switch. And the Switch is, for those that don't know, it's like a tablet that goes with you, but it docks when you get home and becomes a console. And they filed the patent against the Switch. They're obviously looking to make a VR play there. Not that that's critical to the success of VR, but it's interesting. But what was very cool is the Coriac, okay, C-O-R-E-Y-A-K. It's a VR rowing machine. So you sit there with a pedal. You put your phone in. It doesn't in, work like yeah. that, by the way. Your hand actions were all wrong. Well, it's yeah. radio. No one can see my hand actions, <laughs> especially there. So, uh, and you can imagine what those ones were. And if you didn't get it, it's one of these for you as well. So, but it, it's, it's only $400. The season again. And you can have a proper VR experience rowing. So you can actually paddle and train and all that. That's quite cool. That's no, cool. That is cool. That's bringing lifestyle. What about bringing VR onto roller coasters? <laughs> they've done it. Uh, they've done it. They they have, so you VR. give a, yeah, 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 you yeah, put yeah. it on, you yeah, go yeah, on a roller coaster yeah. with yeah. a totally different experience. You go into a, ver- they've done it. I like you about go it. lift and it goes right. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain just breaks no. off. <laughs> Your brain vomits and then you vomit. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've done it, but not like that. You go on the normal roller coaster, but yeah. it puts you into a Star Wars or yes. they, oh, they like the imagery. So you feel like you're moving inside to the you, fight like to shooting. Shoot. The, oh, yeah, so it cool. uses the move, the, the motion of the, of the roller coaster. I know some people are going to die. Yeah. <laughs> like there are some people I know. Well, if die. they're going to die, you're like my next one. Religion and, and meditation have become the next big play in VR. Yeah. Oh, now I've think about it. Escapism. I mean, That's you, what it's you, you've got fantastic. a church. Yep. You can't get everyone there, but now they can have a VR set and they can actually still participate. But the same for meditation. I know meditation is a solo thing, but people like they go to yoga and they go there and they want to sit there in their groups. But not everyone wants to do that. They want to be on their own, but they still want to be with that big guru or yeah. whatever they call it, the Lamy, the Dami. Donald Lama is going to become a content producer, right? That's yeah, yeah. the thing. Now you start paying wow. for meditation. Because it's not just sitting there on it's your no own. It's no longer your tithe. It's now a content production. But that's the thing. I mean, churches going. And the big the age one, of experience is going to dictate that. Con- I mean, content's always been saying. pretty much talking king. about experience. But it's kind of waned a little bit next to innovation of tech. It's like, how cool can we make the tech? And then content's trying to like, well, how do we fill this yeah. 4K, VR, AR? How does how do we make content for it? And Everybody's going to be a great content. So my last reference to it is WordPress. Like as in yeah, the website. making VR space. They've right. made web VR. So we've been playing with that for a while now yeah. as well. It's, that, but it's, becoming, really, really cool. it's becoming better and better. Yeah. I tried one the other day. The 360 video works perfectly. Yeah. And the VR, web VR is the open source engine that they're using. The nice thing about it is that you can overlay sort of web hotspots. So you're like oh, in the web environment cool. on top of an immersive I didn't think of that. Content. So – you're talking about things being seamless, like banking and operating yeah. systems and all that being seamless. Now this, the actual website itself is seamless because all you're doing is navigating through yeah. by looking at something long enough. You've just solved the yeah, security Brett. problem for Brett. Correct. Think about it. Take your online banking, yeah. take keyboards out the way, put, put your virtual, <laughs> yeah, put your virtual reality touch points. So your and head's your here. Scanner. Blink your, once for yes. Blink twice for, oh shit, I got something no, in my eye. But you can, <laughs> but no, you, no, 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 no. <laughs> But now you could move the button every single time yeah. and you still touch the login yes. button virtually. So now it's here, then it's there. And you know what I mean? So yeah. it, it's, you're not key tracking. Yeah, I'm not so a bot. It goes to that hyper-personalized experience. Yeah. Because imagine wherever your arms are, yeah. you know, get yeah. the right heights to what's more comfortable with you. And Sure, that's quite a… So I think VR is going to have a huge play. So will it be a branch experience? Or will it be a website? Maybe it's a branch experience. You have to go into the branch. and you You're going the into the branch yeah. with your goggles. Who the hell wants to go into a branch? No, but a virtual branch. Do you know what I want to do? Oh, vir- oh vir- <laughs> okay. Yeah, put so you sit in a and chair you and, you and you say, please draw me some money, da da da, and the money's up. The roller coaster takes you to the teller. Hey? The roller coaster takes you to the teller. Are you taking the piss out of me? No, but, so I've got this. Where's your holiday? This philosophy of engaging, of engaging content is, for us, it's entertainment, form, and power. Now, you can entertain stuff. This, banking's not wholly entertaining. 
Yeah. So give them something fun to do. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's awesome. Every single I time mean, I do uh, it. Okay. And it fits quite well because you have to queue for three hours to get onto the roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> and now you don't have to. It's Instant virtual. gratification <laughs> okay. and banking. But it's not that far off because some company called Lumus, L-U-M-U-S, yeah. has just raised like $45 million to develop AR layers for use inside smart glass. So cool. Like what Google did was totally innovative, yeah. mm-hmm. but it didn't work. Yeah. Timing was wrong, whatever. Yeah. The problem is also a lot of people wear glasses, so it doesn't work. These guys are saying, well, take the lenses, take the tech, put it in wherever you want to go, and then let us overlay that information on top. Now, that would also work for your banking or your, your any environment that you need to go in and engage with personal information. But is that not taking an, an augmented reality view? Yes. Yeah. No, it is so, an AR view. Okay. You were talking about mixed, rea- mixed reality. It is like more mixed, mixed reality, reality. But yeah. I would say that's more AR because you're actually yeah. overlaying through a fixed yeah. – mm. you can still see the world. You're not, you're not shut off on it. I think AR is going to lead ahead of VR. Well, Tim Cook thinks the same thing as well. He's, yeah. And that's why he bought um, Mateo. Yeah. I mean, Apple bought and shuttered Mateo because they're obviously taking all their engines mm. and we're going to see. In fact, the, the iPhone thing, 8 reality, will probably, to. there's my call for, for 2000 and where are we? 16, 17 is AR's iPhone 8 will be AR ready from the chip, from the chipset without app. Mm. Correct. Well, that will be the game. You're talking now about yeah. game changes. And What's from the, the, the Google one? Dream something. Yeah. Uh, Daydream. 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 Daydream, but, yeah. the Similar, pixel, but that was VR. But it's VR. Yeah. Correct. I'm saying that the chipset itself yeah. inside the iPhone 8 will play AR, con- will overlay content for you. And if it doesn't, they better be listening and then it will. And that's how your scale kicks in. Yeah. Anything that enters that chipset yeah. is, is where the scale starts. That's, where the next, yeah. that's the next play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the next play. Um, I don't know. What else have you got there, so, Brett? So VRs are going to become very commercially va- va- available. So VR mm. content, mm. purely for gimmick. But I think the marketing guys are going to get into the gimmick of VR to try and get consumers to buy into it so that we can do something in 2018. You've got to sort of lay the foundation now. So you're going to see a lot of VR activation experientials and stuff like that, I think. It's a bit like where that uh, VR where you do 3D art. So yes. I think it's going to be that kind of interaction where it's not maybe the experience. It's what you can do yes. in the VR kind of space. Um, Sorry, you were going to say something before I... I think, again, I think we're going to see a huge drive in security. I think if you're bright enough to get into the security game and you're doing well at maths, uh, if you want to safeguard your job for the next 10 years, cybersecurity. I mean, look at Yahoo now. (laughs) I'm waiting for that. It was coming. (laughs) Poor old Marissa. I mean, was it a billion accounts? This poor lady, man, man, getting hammered. One WhatsApp hockey group and you just... Hey. It actually wasn't worth looking at. Just, just saying, it Dude, really wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I think you told me that. So <laughs> yeah, it really wasn't worth looking at. But um, yeah, I was, I was. Crazy. Security is going to be a tough one. You mentioned that Eheng, the the single flyer mm. drone thing. We haven't talked about self driving cars. Surely that's the 2017 play. That's totally the big. Agree. I mean, Uber's basically given the finger to. Um, who told them to take their cars on the road? I think it was San Francisco. Yep. No, San Diego. Yeah. They're still doing it. Yeah. Um, they believe in breaking the law until the law changes. Yeah. And That's Google is heavily invested in that. You know that better than anyone yeah. else. I mean, yeah. 10 years ago, you knew yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and the other players, Mercedes-Benz, yeah. they now also – Volvo, they all think going about logistics. Left. They're all building trucks. The trucks, right? yeah. 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 They I mean, did I the delivery a few where months ago. See I love the vehicles. fact that that first self-driving truck yeah. delivered beer. Oh, <laughs> that's classy. Yeah. Oh, What's his name? Otto. 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 Otto, Otto, that's Otto right. the beer truck. <laughs> so um, I, but I think – you're quite right, but one so does it just have taps on the side? No, it literally just had <laughs> shitloads of kegs of beer inside this big eighteen wheelers, and 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 one passenger, on one back. passenger just to make sure the handbrake worked when it parked. But the self-driving cars—that's one great thing that manufacturers are going to build from the ground up a self-driving yeah. car. But what about retrofitting existing cars with a self-driving? That is a fantastic yep. question because that's my thing. If you look on the road now, especially in developing countries like ours, okay. There are 30-year-old cars on the road. Yeah. I'm not talking about classics. I'm, I'm talking about people are using 30-year-old cars. They don't have the means to change it. Otherwise, yeah. they would have. Um, yeah, do we have a government not, subsidy? I hope it's not it out? like uh, the Bluetooth adapters it used to buy when cars didn't have Bluetooth. You know, Maybe you plug just it in. Yeah. Plug it in and there's cables going everywhere. But it is a good question. You really it plugs, hope you've got you have to have a You have to have a tape deck in your car for it to work. <laughs> but that's a, it, it's a fantastic question actually because that yeah. is a big problem. At this moment in time, 
there is you, zero 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 one percent self-driving cars. Separate and lanes for self-driving cars? Can't do that. We can't build more lanes. Can't build more lanes. Uh, sure. Unless you're Elon Musk, in which case you just got to so build a the machine case? that digs a hole and you're just going to put new lanes under it. I love that. Everything. You see that? Yeah. I'm going to cool. ask for forgiveness. I'm not going to ask for permission. I'm going to build a machine that digs a hole and I'm going to dig. Because he hates traffic. From his house to his work. <laughs> he didn't mention that part. Yeah. <laughs> it's yes. going to be one lane. Yes. One lane. <laughs> the so, Elon lane. Yeah. <laughs> but it is a, it's a really good question. But actually, that is quite an interesting concept. You build underground tunnels specifically for these uber rich people. Who it's called a helicopter. They fly above ground. No, but you just shoot them <laughs> along. Yeah, except when you have my house is here and your house is over there and, the, and it has to intersect. <laughs> and then the bots are talking to each other. And there's a storm. <laughs> <laughs> Billionaire Bob drowned on his way to work left underground. The, left the door to his garage <laughs> open. <laughs> he so, just parked in the cloud and <laughs> that was it. So the one thing I came across, now Gartner is a friend of the show, a friend of the station, and they've sponsored our show as well. They did 10 predictions. They say 10 predictions for 2017 and beyond. And most of these actually aren't 2017. They're more like beyond. Like the first one was 2020. But going back to what we were talking about, like with your virtual shops and that, they reckon that by 2020, 100 million consumers will shop in augmented reality. That's what they're saying. So they said by the end of 2017, one in five leading global retail brands, or 20%, will be using AR as an integral technology supporting the shopping experience. Now, it frustrates me when I read this shit because we've been trying to do this for years. Now, why all of a sudden now? Because we were using the word virtual store or virtual mall mm. or something. And at the time, everybody thought it was those like really lame CAD drawings that just kind of like – remember Wolf, Wolfenstein 3D early days. Mm. Like that was everybody's expectation when you said that. Yeah. And because of that, there was such a stigma in that period that it took – I think it's dying out now, but – I think that was why. Those virtual stores and this virtual shopping, everybody's got that in their brain. So, yeah, let me lead on for that. By 2020, 30% of web browsing will be done without a screen. Okay, you were talking about voice just now, Brett. So, they're saying that Apple's AirPods, Google Home, Amazon's Echo, you know, all these things are all voice-driven. Yeah. So, you don't need the screen. Yeah. So, you 30% about, is a big number. But you think about the cost. It is a low-cost Processing units with a microphone and some Wi-Fi. Okay, I mean, no. it's going to be and, it's all, and your phone has all of that. Yeah, oh, I've talked about Tribi. I love my Tribi, my little device at yeah. home. It's, it's Alexa powered. Yeah. Now, number three on their list, which I love because I've been saying this for a while, and I did call it for next year. They said that by 2019, 20 percent of their brands will abandon their mobile apps. Brett, we say this all the time, hey B2. Yep. The <laughs> apps are dying. I remember when we walked around with Dot Moby. Back yeah. in those days, yeah. then we moved to app. App was everything, but no one wanted to build it. Then everyone had to build it, and now we're saying we don't need to build it, and we don't. And that goes back to your bot voice. Yeah. You don't need an app. So, yeah, yeah I, I do have actually quite a strong view on it, whether it's a don't need. I think yeah. if the channel, if you look at it from a channel point of view, is vital for you to allow your customers to to – Use your service or you conduct your business over that channel. Yeah. Then it's super important. Yes. And I look at it from a banking. Yeah, point yeah. Of no, view. it makes sense. I mean, there's a secure aspect so as well. USSD still very powerful. Dying, yes. Yeah. But, but not so much in Africa as quickly as three else. million users on it. Um, app, yep, still very important. And I do agree. Do you need to invest in it heavily? Probably for the next year or two. But actually. You've really. got to get into this chat, yeah. into this yeah. voice space, because if you aren't mature the conversation, in two, three years' time, you've got to get into the conversation. God, beautiful. Isn't that a lovely get, hashtag? Get into the conversation. In fact, maybe that's another thing I'd like to see drop. Hashtag whenever we say anything interesting. Okay. Hashtag. hashtag well, how will we, we ever find anything? <laughs> the bots will actually, find it for us. There we go. <laughs> what is the point of convergence? Like, I think the first time you and I met was like, End of 2012, 2013. Yeah, yeah. And the big thing then was mobile convergence. Everything was moving. Correct. FNIs, MVNOs, everybody's saying, call the phone. And everybody's debating or battling over who's, who owns the client. Where is it going now? We have wearables. We have viewables. We have our ubiquitous tech. Where is it going? I hate to say this word. Don't IOT. Say it. Oh, yeah, no, it's massive. And it's massive, but everyone's talking about it. It's really the trendy. Thing, internet. And everyone's going, wow, everything's connected. But what I'm not quite seeing yet, and we're putting a lot of thinking from a financial point of view, is what is the impact to our business model? Can I tell you? 
there's the prediction. Mm. So there's two on IoT. Mm. So um, through 2020, IoT will increase data center storage demands by less than 3%. Okay? So it, they're not going to put strain on what mm, they say. Correct. It's, but to it's answer your question, tiny data. by 2022, it will save consumers and businesses a trillion dollars a year in maintenance services and consumables. That's where IoT comes in. And we so, won't see it till two years later when everything correct. starts to come down. Thanks, no, no, 100%. But th- that <laughs> is, that's the where IoT comes in is that you've got you two about bots, but now between a bot and, a, and an IoT um, sensor doing the work, you don't need the human being. Correct. You don't need to drive. To, the human being doesn't need to drive to go and fix what he or she needs to do and so on. A trillion dollars a year by 2022. Do you know what I like about that type of prediction is that it's it's kind of making sure that the expert's going to have its place. Experts are going to make a comeback in a big way. You have to be a specialist. You have to be a professional. You have to know what you're talking about. It's everybody, everybody will create some sort of connectable thing. They're going to have an idea, a, conne- a, a connected door handle, connected light switch, yeah. a connected clock, whatever you might want. But where is the place for it to be used? That's where the solution lies. And you're going to need experts to understand how to connect those dots. I totally agree with you. And I can see, you know, I was big into the micro-jobbing stuff. Mm. You know, money for jam. Love that whole concept. But you start seeing how the mundane is now done. So Mm. it's left with humans doing the expert stuff, Mm. but in a very different way. It's an around-the-clock for certain types. So, you know, we're going to have to change how we work, change how we pay people. I think we're even going to have to relook at our capitalistic E- economic models, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, you look at well, Trump that goes back to your algorithms and, and all that as well. When you actually start relying on the data and the intelligence, as opposed to just because he said so, you it's know, going to change everything. I don't think the financial services are going to be able to support no. this new economy. Yeah, and that's the, coming from someone in the financial well, money, services money, this yeah, industry. Yeah. The financial backing will follow the need, rather than it, the need going to the financial institutions asking for the help. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think innovation is going to be unbridled. It's going to be completely let loose, but it's going to be focused due to necessity again. So we've created this perfect monster. Now we need to sort of tame it and say, "Hey, dude, let's let's try and get into let's try and get some planning in place." Because yeah. uh, I think there was one of in one of your predictions for 2015 that you shared with us uh, was we've kind of broken the internet. <laughs> I mean, I try to get it back together, yeah. uh, and it's it's that kind of thing. I think there's a lot of worry in the world. I think. Things like Brexit, things like Trump, things like where are we going and the financial crisis. Everybody's worrying. Because of worry, there needs to become – everybody needs to try and soothe that worry. And solutions are going to help that. So it's going to be about directing big process, taming the beasts. I think there's a lot of beasts that's come out of 28. We're getting, we're getting to the top of the hour. Yeah. One quick question. Yeah. Wearables. What do you think? It's the um, beast. <laughs> yeah, I think um, – are they going I to be around still? The, Are they going to get better? Are they going to get worse? Are people losing their love? So uh, Elon Musk has, uh, did a great interview with Code um, about four months ago, and he was talking about um, a challenge that we got as human beings around artificial intelligence and that we use uh, the wearables and the sensors to measure everything. Um, but as humans, need to interpret that. we need to interpret it. So we, we, we grade it at consuming, like our eyes are high dev, our ears, where well, there's no technology matching what our senses are. Yeah. Um, and that's seriously incredible artificial intelligence from a human perspective. Um, he's got a great view on what our output is like. Mm. Our output is still analog. We use our thumbs. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true though. Yes. So I think sensors are going to go a long way to help the output yeah. of a, a human in this artificial intelligence space. For sure. I just got the finger. Yeah. Yeah. So, finger. Yep. Yeah. The fe- it was a festive finger this time. So <laughs> we're at the wrap. It's, it's mad, huh? It's sure. like I think Brett, you said to me, "So we're going to chat." I said, "Don't worry. <laughs> just it's going to go so quickly." B two. Yeah, I think we've ho, spoken, ho, ho, we've spoken about those. a ton of stuff as we uh, we always do when the three of us are together. But it's going to be a, a point of how do we keep it simple? And in order to keep it simple, you kind of need to understand it to some extent. So rather than just running at things, I think we need to take a little – take stock of where we are, take stock of where we want to be and try and build that roadmap to success by keeping it simple and making sure that it's accessible, scalable, controllable. Is that possible? 
we'll wait and see. But I think let's try and keep it simple, people. I like that. Keep it simple. Going into, cool. and I think the most important thing is have a safe and and good yeah. festive season. I mean, we want everyone back next year. B three bomber, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks you know, for I just me, I just have to quickly thank say this before I really get nailed. My very first show hosting Futurology was with you oh, yeah, this time last year. Hey. So we've done a full circle and we, and we have happy anniversary. Yes. Did you buy me flowers? And hopefully it's not six months before we see you again. No, definitely so, not. Point. Join us early in the, in the new year. We'll talk about with Arthur. We can get him into the studio and we can. Fantastic. Right. Thanks so I'm going to, I'm going to call it. We're done. So happy, happy, ho, ho, and all experience. those good things. Until next time, keep your screens clean and your knobs shiny. Cliffcentral.com.